I'm here with my wonderful mother, and we are going to be interviewing slash teaching her about Christian life choices. So the first question we're, or topic we're going over is to be religious is not to passively believe, but to pursue truth, asking and struggling with meaningful questions. Has there ever been a time in your life when you had to ask a hard question you were not happy with the result? Yes. When? Uh, well, today at work, I had a patient who is probably dying and we needed to try to talk to her family about putting her on comfort measures instead of um, trying to prolong her life. And the answer they gave us was that they want to go ahead with surgery tomorrow and try to prolong her life even though her quality of life is not very good. Mm. Interesting. So uh, now we're going to talk about vocation. And vocation is about calling. It's not just about you. It's about the community and your relationship with God. And it's ultimately being responsible to oneself and others. So you've gone into, you've been a teacher and you've gone into nursing. Why these two occupations and where have you felt called? I feel called to help people learn about themselves and others and try to make other people's lives better, whether it be through teaching uh, children or helping sick people get well. Um, I, I find joy in giving to others. So discernment of spirits, it's a process that's not simple and it's appropriate when you are in doubt about two goods. Both teaching and nursing are good. Where do you, or where do you find God in helping you make that transition and why did you make that transition? From teaching to nursing? Yes. Um, well, I made the transition because the school where I was teaching was getting smaller and smaller. It was a Catholic grade school. And I figured I better figure out what I'm going to do if they close. And um, actually, my husband encouraged me to go back to school and get my nursing degree, which I had wanted to get when the kids were younger, but was just too afraid to do. Um, so with his support, I went back to school full time and pursued my degree. Where have you found consolation, which is bonding with the community and God? And where have you felt God leading you in your journey to becoming a nurse? Consolation? Yes. Where do I find it? Yeah, or where have you felt like these feelings of being consoled or being closer to God? Like what you're doing is God's plan. Um, well, I would say I feel feel like I'm being consoled when I'm working with the people I work with every day. The team of of ladies and men that I work with at the hospital um, really, really are bringing God's work to life and helping to heal people and create an atmosphere of loving and kindness uh, to the families that are going through rough times. Uh, I, I guess when I'm going through rough times, I, I find consolation in nature and just kind of be, being at peace in nature and feeling God's presence.
So when you search for your vocation, you have to be pretty self-aware. And when you become self-aware, it leads to these spiritual depths or deaths and things that you have to let go. Do you have any examples of things you've let go since you've gone upon your vocation? <laughs> um, well, I was a Catholic school teacher for years, so obviously um, I let go of a larger salary at a public school. Um, but I thought that was a, a very fair trade-off for the community that I got to work in and raise my family in. Um, some other things I've had to let go of are things like worrying about what people think about every little thing that I do. Um, you, you have to kind of step outside your comfort zone in both teaching and nursing and, and just have faith in yourself that you're going to be able to do, to do the best that you can. So genuine transformation comes through authenticity and recognizing one's own limitations and dependence on God one paradoxically becomes more capable of faith, relationship, and connection to others. So there's always an agonia, a war between life and death, which is a spiritual war. And these moral choices rarely come in dramatic ways. In everyday life, where do you see these little moral choices that guide you along your journey? You know, I think as, as you go through your day, you're you're faced with moral decisions around every corner, you know. It could be anything from, you know, being kind to people at school or going out of your way to help someone in need. Um, moral decisions, you know, based in the classroom as easy as, well, do I look at my neighbor's paper to get the answer or do I study, study on my own? Um, examples in the hospital with you know you've got to make the moral decision are you going to treat the patient the right way not everybody's looking all the time and it's you know it's definitely sometimes a choice where you have to be uh, you you have you have to choose to not be lazy in order to give your best to, to the the patients and the students. So making these decisions or decisions continually can be hard and I believe it's helpful to entrust yourself to God to give you that extra help and strength. Have you ever done this? And if so, how and how has it affected you? Have I ever entrusted myself to God? Yes. I would say yes all the time. Um I'm not a very religious person, but I'm a very faithful and spiritual person. Um, I don't, I don't pray in the way that you know, Hail Mary, Our Father. I, I more so have conversations with God when I'm struggling with anything, um, you know, and any big struggles we have within the family or in personal life. I will talk and have conversations with him. Um, you know, I also feel it's important to to acknowledge when things are going well and to, you know, oh, you got the first parking spot in the at the grocery store. It's like, all right, thanks, God. Thanks for helping me out with that today. Mm -hmm.
So contemplation allows us to slow down and pay attention. In your everyday life, do you find time to really slow down and think about what's going on and think about your day? Not always. Um, A lot of times, I guess I would do my contemplating before I fall asleep at night. Um, On nights when I'm distracted by the TV or other things that are going on, you, you don't always contemplate daily, I would say. But definitely several times a week. So now we're going to talk about Jesus. Jesus is a limited human being and God incarnate. This is not a contradiction. And he is a model and true path to freedom. So Christian life choices is about developing a relationship with Jesus. We are invited to participate in divine life. And the resurrection, Jesus' resurrection takes place every day. And it's not just one historical event. So we kind of already talked about this but where do you find Jesus in your life and where do you find the resurrection of Jesus in your life I find Jesus in my life again through my through my family through my interactions with other people um, you know whether it's a smile or a shared joke or a hug um, even if it's uh you know, a shared experience that, that's difficult. You you see that when you're not alone and you have others surrounding you that love you and will will work with you and, you know, help you on your path, you, then you see, you see Jesus everywhere. Yeah, so you have Christ of faith, which is the second person of the Trinity, the Son of God. Then you have the Jesus of history, who is the Son of Mary and born in Nazareth, and these two people do not contradict themselves. I kind of like to think about it as like the Trinity, kind of like a two-in-one or like a three-in-one action. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to move on to love. Love is primarily about working towards growth of the other, not infatuation, feelings, or dependence. So since love is about spiritual growth for you and the other person, not about dependency, it requires it to be a work of attention, and it's, you cannot love someone and do something else at the same time. Has loving someone ever seemed like hard work or not what you thought it would be? Absolutely. Um, and I, could, I, I guess it depends on what kind of love you're talking about, but um, like when you, when you fall in love with your soulmate and at the very beginning everything's very full of infatuation um but true love definitely takes work and dedication and there's going to be good times and there's going to be bad times and really being dedicated to your partner is what's important in learning how to grow with each other throughout life's trials and tribulations um thinking about you know loving a child when people are thinking that they're going to have a baby and everything's going to just be rainbows and butterflies all the time. Well, sometimes being a parent is, is hard. It's exhausting mentally and physically. And, and you, you keep doing it and you keep showing up every day for your children because you have that unconditional love for them. But it's definitely, again, let like, like the, uh, like the waves coming in and out. Sometimes they can be high and sometimes there can be really deep lows as well.
Yeah, that was good. Um, so we'll never fully be satisfied with love because we are built for God, and no human can compete with God's love. So there will always be frustration, and a good way to combat this frustration is going inward, which is prayer, reflection, meditation, and just trying to become as close to God as possible. All right, that wraps up the podcast for today. Thank you for coming on it. Thanks for having me, Sean. Yep.